0: to the Football Goonies Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Sepplick, the football goonie himself, bringing you this week's matchups. That's right, the week three preview. If you're new to the show, welcome. For all you returning, thank you for continuing to support this show. Uh, today we're going to be going over the new Fantastic Empire and... The the dynasty prestige, the prestige dynasty worldwide, wide, wide. I don't know why I keep messing that up, but I keep messing it up apparently. Uh, Anyways, we're gonna go through. I'm gonna give my opinions of the matchups. I'm gonna tell you what is gonna factually happen, and then we're gonna watch it all play out. So, without further ado, let's get into the new fantastic empire. First up, we have Team Groovy Drew versus Team Texas Bear. Uh, Groovy Drew is, both these teams actually, are in a huge slump right now, but they're looking to turn things around. So starting off at the quarterback position, we got Russell Wilson versus Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Groovy Drew also has Matt Stafford And Kirk Cousins on the opposite side for Texas Bear. Chances are they'll probably roll with who they have. Um, Maybe a possibility of Kirk Cousins getting in there instead of Aaron Rodgers just because of the tougher matchup. But I'm assuming this is the way it's going to play out. And I'm looking for Russell Wilson to have a bit of a bounce back and outperform Aaron Rodgers on this one. At the running back position, we got Nick Chubb and David Montgomery versus Melvin Gordon and Miles Gaskin. Uh, The big question mark is Josh Jacobs. He is, I think he was at practice today, but limited in a non-contact jersey. So we can't really expect him to play, especially being the afternoon slate. No, sorry. Morning slate. Nope. Yep. Afternoon slate. Sorry. Uh, I'm... I'm using the computer. I'm just getting a little uh, still used to the system. So we got uh, Chubb and Montgomery are obviously the play over Gaskin and Gordon. Gaskin could have a game, but with Brissett probably being the quarterback, my assumption is that Vegas is going to just dominate them. And honestly, Chubb and Montgomery are just better players anyways. Um, At the receiver position, we got DK Metcalf and... Cole Beasley versus DeAndre Hopkins and Calvin Ridley. Uh, I'm looking for a big bounce back finally for DK Metcalf, but at the end of the day, Calvin Ridley's playing the Giants. Not that scary. And Hopkins playing Jacksonville. The only question is, will they need Hopkins enough? Where he has a big game or just an okay game, but either way, Beasley's kind of the, the weak link in this setup. So give me Hopkins and Ridley. Uh, Next up, we have George Kittle and Gronk at the tight end position. Now, this is the interesting one because this should be a clear-cut, oh, Kittle's the best, but obviously Gronk's the number two tight end on the week, having caught four touchdowns in the first two weeks, and Kittle has done squat. That being said, with the question marks at the running back position, I think they are going to be forced to throw a lot more in a higher-scoring game, hopefully. And I think this is finally the week that Kittle just gets something done. And Gronk is going up against that Rams defense. And probably without Antonio Brown, I think that the uh, the Bucks are going to struggle just a little bit. Not a ton. Uh, so give me advantage, Kittle, but I'm not feeling great about it. At the uh, flex position, as of right now, it's Mike Davis and Logan Thomas versus Kenyon Drake. And Amari Cooper, my assumption is if Jacobs goes, then it won't be Kenyon Drake. Uh, And then the big question mark is Amari Cooper. Um, Unfortunately, he's got the Monday night game, and he's, I think, busted or bruised ribs. Uh, I would assume he's going to play, but I'm not feeling great about that. In fact, I might not play him in the Dynasty League because of that, being the Monday night game. So if he needed to... Uh, Or if he doesn't feel as comfortable with it, he can pivot to probably either Boyd or maybe go with Tanyan, I guess. Uh, On the other side, as of right now, it's Mike Davis and Logan Thomas. Neither of those are great great players. Davis has a decent matchup against the Giants, but Logan Thomas uh, against Buffalo, I'm sure they're gonna have to throw. He might be helpful, but I don't expect a lot out of him. I would assume that if healthy Henderson maybe would get in there, although his matchup's terrible. But uh, the big one that I'm looking at is OBJ. Uh, He should be going and uh, against Chicago, that's not a horrible matchup, they're gonna need him. So I would assume he would go in there, but uh, either way, the way it stands now, I would rather have Drake and Cooper, even though I don't feel great about Cooper. Uh, So at the end of the day, Uh, The running backs are probably, and Russell Wilson's probably going to be the big one Um, I think Kittle and Gronk at worst are a wash And the flexes aren't really standouts either way So it just comes down to can Cole Beasley do enough to help this team keep up And then of course the running back domination So give me Team Groovy Drew to put up his first win of the season And push Team Texas Bear to 0-3 Next up, we have Unjour in France versus Popeye Sailor Men. Popeye Sailor Men is coming off a ridiculous win uh, at 2-0, but these are two undefeated teams, so we're going to be down one of those after this matchup. So at the quarterback position, we got Pat Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. Um... Pat Mahomes, obviously. Uh, Hurts has a great matchup compared, and I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up keeping pace with Pat, but you're not going to bet against Pat Mahomes, and you're not going to bet on Jalen Hurts So advantage there. At the running back position, we have Najee Harris and Jonathan Taylor versus Alvin Kamara and Joe Mixon. Now, Mixon and Kamara are the better players overall, but they have the terrible matchups. Uh, Kamara's up against New England Mixon's up against Pitt whereas Najee's against Cincinnati and Taylor is up against Tennessee Tennessee doesn't scare me the problem is both Najee and Taylor have quarterback question marks uh, Wentz probably won't play Ben's hurt but going to play and I think that's a good thing for Najee at least because he'll be a big outlet and probably catch at least five or six passes um Either way, though, I'm gonna call this a wash. Uh, I like the Mixon-Kamara combo better, but I hate the matchups. So, it's pretty much even keel for me, although I'd probably, if I had to be forced to, I'd give Najee and Taylor the the edge slightly. At the receiver position, we have DJ Moore and Allen Robinson versus Tim, ah, let's not call it Allen Robinson. He's been terrible. We'll call it D.J. Moore and Tyler Lockett versus A.J. Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster. A.J. Brown's looking to finally have a good game and bounce back after that horrendous week. But at the end of the day, um, that combo's just not enough for Tyler Lockett and D.J. Moore. Uh, They both got good matchups. Uh, Weak secondaries, they're gonna put up a lot of points and although A.J. Brown could have a good game uh, And I do think Juju is actually a good play especially if Deontay doesn't go Um, But I'm not gonna bet against Tyler Lockett basically At the tight end position we have Darren Waller and Mark Andrews now Darren Waller is obviously the pick with the higher target volume But I will say I'm not sure how much Vegas has to do against Miami So there is cap to his ceiling whereas Andrews is looking to actually have his first really big game and against Detroit, that is not a bad matchup for it. So I could see Mark Andrews having a big game, but obviously Darren Waller is the the better play there. And then at the flex position, we have Chase Edmonds and, and um, oh, Robinson, sorry. I forgot I had thrown Allen Robinson off to the side. It was throwing me off. And then uh, Tim Patrick and Damian Harris. Um, Tim Patrick's a good play, but he's not the one. Uh, Harris is a good play, but they're playing a good defensive front. So I'm looking at the advantage with Robinson and Edmonds, and mainly because of Edmonds. I think they're going to lean on him a little more. In fact, Robins has been kind of... uh, a little hard to play, so I would not be surprised if he ended up going with Fournette and all those dump offs. Um, on the other side, I don't really think there's a play for uh, Axel to sub in for Tim Patrick. Uh, Pittman would be the guy, but once it's just too much of a question mark. But that doesn't really matter. So with the Wash at the running backs, um, the receivers are pretty much the. The one that's keeping uh, Popeyes in it, although I say I like Mahomes, I like the running backs, and I like the the Waller uh, setup. I'm gonna go with Advantage Popeye Sailorman. I think that um, I think that he is going to put up enough with Hertz and uh, Andrews having better than expected games and I think he ends up getting the win over Axel finally handing Axel his first loss of the week next up we have Chase versus Finkel is Einhorn uh at the quarterback position it's Kyler Murray versus Lamar Jackson Lamar Jackson has a great matchup Kyler Murray has Murray has a great matchup I don't see how Jacksonville pushes this team as much as Detroit pushes uh, Baltimore. But Murray is pretty much the offense. It's hard to go against the number one uh, quarterback in the league. So advantage there, but I wouldn't be surprised if Lamar has a massive game. Uh, The running back position, we have the two big dogs from last week, Derrick Henry versus Aaron Jones. And then in the cleanup running back position, we have, I guess, both the options suck. So we'll just say Clyde Edwards-Hilaire versus DeAndre Swift. Um, Henry's got the best matchup. I know Indy's defense is good, but Aaron Jones is a lot tougher against San Francisco, I think. And the fact that if they're... Whenever Tennessee wins, it's because Henry is balling out, so advantage there. Uh, I do like Swift better than Edwards-Hilaire, but I think Edwards-Hilaire is finally going to have an okay game this season. So give me advantage Henry and CEH, but I don't feel super great about the CEH part. At the receiver position, we got Cooper Cup and Justin Jefferson versus mike evans and robert woods uh obviously cup the best receiver in the league right now going up against a tough defense but not tough against the pass and then jefferson going to be needing to put up some points as the minnesota seattle games are always high scoring uh mike evans is in an elevated role assuming that they're going to be missing antonio brown And Woods might actually be a good relief if Cup gets overshadowed. But either way, let's go Cup and Jefferson at the win. Uh, Tight end, it's Kyle Pitts versus Hawkinson. We're obviously going to go Hawkinson. This could be a big Pitts game, but I just can't bet against that hair and the fact that Pitts is a rookie. Uh, At the flex position, we got Saquon Barkley and Mike Williams versus Deontay Johnson and Corey Davis. Uh, if Johnson plays and he's relatively healthy, that's going to make things a lot more difficult. Uh, if he doesn't, then I'm going to assume it's either going to be, I mean, it could be James Robinson, he hasn't been great, it could be Tony Pollard, he's been great, but he does get limited work, or it could be Higgins or Rager, um... my guess is basically since he's a little bit behind he's not far behind on all the other positions and the flexes i would probably he's either ahead or pretty even on the other positions i would probably go with the safer play and play with james robinson just so i know i get some guaranteed points um, Rager and pollard are a little too volatile although i'm sure pollard might actually be a little safer play than we realize but at the end of the day his first week was 6.3 his second week was massive so not knowing what the workload's going to be for him james robinson should at least have 12 to 15 touches minimum so uh i'm assuming he'll play james robinson if Deontay doesn't go and either way, it's not enough. Saquon is not looked good, but he's playing against Atlanta. Mike Williams has a big matchup against KC, and although I don't think he's going to be great, I don't think Corey Davis is going to do much either. So give me advantage, Saquon and Mike Williams. The question is, is it enough? I think Lamar is going to have a big game. I think Pitt's going to have an okay enough game that I'm going to take Chase to win and move to 2-1 to one and handle in hand Dan his first loss, but I don't feel super confident in that pick. I'm about a 60% assumption that Chase is going to win, which is funny because now that I look at it, he's a 58% lock to win against uh, Dan on Sleeper. So I usually tend to disagree with Sleeper more often than not, but I think they got it spot on there. Uh, Next up, we have Team Chris 1914 versus S.C. Honkers. Um, Chris coming off first two weeks, first two losses Uh, It's been a rough go for him Honkers coming off his first win I believe Last week And uh, it's going to be a matchup So at the quarterback position We got Josh Allen versus Tom Brady Allen's got Washington Who has not been as good a defense as expected Uh, Brady's got the Rams Kind of the same thing But Brady losing Antonio Brown I think that kind of shrinks down his capability And his upside a little bit I actually think Josh Allen's going to outscore Brady, so give me Allen on the week there. At the running back position, it's Zeke and Eckler versus Cook and Gibson. Uh, Big matchup. Uh, Eckler's going to be highly involved. Elliott's got a decent matchup, and generally they're pretty competitive with Philly uh, being interdivisional. Cook's going to be super involved. The question is his health, and then the big, big big bugaboo is antonio gibson uh i don't know what is going on there in washington and how they're not utilizing him that way uh or the way he, they, they should be and uh and then on top of that he's a little banged up with his shoulder it sounds like so give me advantage eckler and elliott even though i expect cook to be out there and uh play a full complement of snaps At the receiver position, we got Julio Jones and Chris Godwin versus Terry McLaren and Keenan Allen. Uh, I think Allen's going to have a big game. I think McLaren's going to do enough, probably with a big play touchdown. Uh, So it comes down to basically Julio, is is it just a one-week thing or is he going to be the top target there or at least even keel with A.J. Brown? And then uh, Godwin, without Antonio Brown, is he going to thrive or is he going to suffer? Uh, Because there is a good chance that he ends up getting the main coverage uh, from the Rams. So give me advantage Allen and McLaren just because Allen. And the question mark on Julio, a little too much. Uh, The tight end position is Cole Komet coming off his one catch for no yards versus Noah Fant. Give me Noah Fant up against the Jets. Mets against Cleveland with a new quarterback, and although he could be an outlet, I'm just not going to trust it. And then at the flex position, we have, okay, Stephon Diggs, so that would have changed things versus, all right, let's sub in Diggs for Julio. So with Diggs and Godwin, I will take Diggs and Godwin side over McLaren and Allen. That makes a big difference. Then at the flex position, we have Julio and Brown versus Smith and Marvin Jones. I think Marvin Jones is probably the best play here, but Marquise Brown's been doing really well. Smith, he gets a great matchup, but not a great last week. And then the big question mark on Julio. Uh, Honestly, the big play of Brown might be enough, but give me Jones and Smith in a slight edge. Uh, but it's not going to be enough. Either way, I'm going to take Team Chris, uh, 19 to get his first win of the season and put SC Honkers to one and three. And finally, the marquee matchup of the week. As you know, I tend to be the most exciting matchups, whether it's my team is amazing or I somehow keep it close with all this just awful crap of last week. Um, but it's me, the FF Emperor versus Los Poyos Hermanos. Dak, just just please don't hurt me again. Uh, Plain Philly should be okay Monday night. Uh, Mari Cooper's kind of a question mark, but there's enough weapons on this team, especially with two pass-catching running backs and the fact that Dak usually uses his legs more than he did last week. So, uh, it's a good play. Justin Herbert's going to have to put up a lot of points, but honestly, they might lean on the run game a little more than expected, and he's been pretty uh, sub-superhero sub human. Uh, so, advantage Dak, but I don't feel great about it just because last week hurt me so bad. Uh, next up, we have Chris McCaffrey and Tyson Williams versus Miles Sanders and Chris Carson. Uh, I like Chris Carson, but not infinitely too much. I like Miles Sanders in that Dallas game, but the thing is you got Christian McCaffrey going against Houston. He'll probably put up 20 points in the first half and end up near 30 for me, and then I think this is the breakout for Tyson Williams. They've tried to figure out who the hot hand is and spread it around a little bit, and I think they're finally going to get to the realization that they need to give him the ball more, and Detroit's a team that can be ran on so I expect him to have a better game and I expect McCaffrey and Williams to be better than Sanders and Carson at the receiver position I got CeeDee Lamb and Devontae Adams versus Tyreek Hill and as of now Kenny Galladay but he is not looking good with the hip issue so we may see a Christian Kirk Manuel Sanders or Henry Rugg sub in there Uh, Either way, Tyreek's going to be amazing, but I think the combo of Lamb and Adams, especially with a Cooper hampered issue, is the better combo there. So advantage me. Uh, If Galladay does go, though, this will be a lot closer because that Atlanta uh, defense does not scare me. At the tight end position, obviously Travis Kelsey is the play over Higby. Um, I'm just hoping to get a little more from Higby than I did last week. And then at the flex position, I got Sterling Shepard and Adam Thielen in right now versus Kareem Hunt and Robbie Anderson. Anderson's going to go tonight. Anderson's a good play because he'll probably get a big play. But other than that, I think his ceiling is capped. So unless he gets two touchdowns, the most I can expect from Robbie Anderson is 12 points. So that doesn't scare me. Uh, Hunt could have a big game, especially against Chicago with uh, Outlandry. I think he might use be used more in the past game than he has the first two weeks. Um, but Adam Thielen's a big play. And then I'm currently going with Sterling Shepard, which is crazy because I got Debo Samuel on the bench. I really want to play Debo. I really do. But I'm concerned that he may get the Jairi Alexander treatment and this will be Kittle week. That could go the other way though. Uh, Whereas Sterling Shepard has been phenomenal. Also a top 10 guy the first two weeks and he gets Atlanta. Especially with a hampered Kenny Galladay. I think that that is the play I'm going to go with even though it's crazy that I'm putting Debo down. And either way Thielen and Shepard or Debo is better than Robbie Anderson and Kareem Hunt. So other than the tight end I don't see a way to victory for Los Polos Hermanos where my team should get back on track and he will fall to one and two. Sorry, Gill. So that's a. Oh. That's right, that's a victory for me. Sorry, did not have my sampler or soundboard speaker set up in the right spot for that one. All right, so let's move to the prestige dynasty worldwide, wide, wide. Uh, After a week that I choose to forget, never happened. Uh, Here we are at week three, starting with our defending champion, Fearless Red, taking on Team Texas Bear with his miraculous win last week, with like 89 points or some crap. Anyways, at the quarterback position is Russell Wilson versus and Baker Mayfield versus Josh Allen and Justin Herbert. Uh, I like Allen bounce back. Herbert, I'm a little questionable about, but I think Mayfield is the real issue here, whereas Russell Wilson will go bananas. I think they're going to lean on the run game for Mayfield, so give me advantage Allen and Herbert, but I think Wilson's still the best quarterback of the four this week. At the running back position, we have Dalvin Cook and Jonathan Taylor versus Saquon Barkley and Kareem Hunt. Uh, Dalvin Cook and Taylor are obviously the better play than Barkley and Hunt, although with the question mark quarterback for Taylor and Barkley's amazing matchup against Atlanta, I can see a scenario where they are the better play or they end up scoring more points. But with that said, obviously it's Cook and Taylor for the advantage. Um, I think there is a chance. Yeah, that's it. Sorry. At the receiver position, we got DeAndre Hopkins and CeeDee Lamb versus, as of right now, DJ Moore and Tutu Atwell. Uh, same issue as before. He's got Tutu in there. I'm assuming that's a issue that is going to get rectified. So let's go to the tape and say Tyler Boyd is his wide receiver too. Uh, Either way, Hopkins and Lamb are obviously a better play than DJ Moore and whoever goes with him. Uh, At the tight end position, as I've said, I think this is Kittle's week, and he gets back on track, so give me advantage Kittle over Cook, although Cook is looking to be more involved than last week. And then at the flex position, we have DeAndre Swift and Calvin Ridley versus James Robinson, and now we're going to have to find a replacement for Tutu Atwell. Uh, Could be Melvin Gordon or Javante Williams. Could be Hunter Renfro. It could be Mike Gusecki. Either way, Calvin Ridley and DeAndre Swift are the better players there. And across the board he has the superior team other than quarterback this week, so gimme fearless red, to probably come in with a high score and a win putting him to five and one and team Texas Bear to one and five. Next up, we have Bob the Rebuilder, fresh off his massive win last week, now sitting at 2-2, two two, versus do it for Axel. The uh, the heartbreak of Chris not getting the win, but getting the Aniston point. So at the quarterback position, we got Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers versus Pat Mahomes, and as of right now, he's got two of Tag-Le-Vol- Tagle and Two of Tugs, we'll call him that, versus... Uh, The sub in, so that'll be Jacoby Brissett and Mahomes versus Jackson and Rodgers. I'm not going to put any money on Brissett no matter who he's paired with, so give me Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers advantage. At the running back position, we have Mike Davis and Najee Harris versus CMC and Henry. I don't think we need to go into real depth here. Henry and CMC is obviously the advantage. At the receiver position, we have Robbie Anderson and Rondell Moore versus Stefan Diggs and Julio Jones. Um, I like the matchups for Rondell and Robbie, but they're both like sub-five catch, big yardage potential guys, and it's boom or bust, whereas Julio should be more involved, and Diggs is still a great receiver. So Diggs and Julio are the advantage. At the tight end position, it's Kyle Pitts versus Kelsey. Kelsey is obviously the win here, but Pitts could have a good game against Giants. Uh, and then KJ Osborne is making his start, and Darius Slayton versus Noah Fant and Corey Davis. Now, at the flex position, instead of Davis with that Denver matchup, or Fant because he's a little hobbled, the options are Pollard. Uh, Tyson Williams, who I would personally want to put in there. And uh, and uh, Cedric Wilson. Or is that his name? Cedric Wilson? Yeah. Cedric Wilson, Henry Ruggs, uh, also another option. Uh, Visca Chenault, maybe. Nelson Aguilar. Uh, Kenny G, if he's healthy. Either way, uh, if it was me, I'd probably roll with Tyson Williams and... Uh, Noah Fant. Uh, Guaranteed volume. He's leading in most departments here, so that's how I would roll. Uh, Slayton might be a good play if Galladay doesn't go. Uh, Other people that could sub in for Slayton are OBJ if he's good to go, Uh, Sammy Watkins, and I guess Guyton against KC. But uh, other than that, it's not really anyone you'd be excited about. I would personally go with OBJ over um, Slayton if Galladay goes. But um, the question is, are the quarterbacks, the tight end, enough to compete with everything else? Uh, Burcet's the only reason why... Um, It's a question mark, but give me Chris for the win. Bob the Rebuilder is going to get back on track towards that uh, low end pick, and I think both of them are going to come out tied at two and four after this. Next up, we have Team Groovy Drew versus GA Dogs for Life, four and zero versus two and two. And as much as I want to say that Groovy Drew is going to finally get his first loss, unless it's just low points scored. Probably not, so let's get into it. Uh, Kyler Murray and Joe Burrow with a pivot to Derek Carr or Winston Possible uh, versus Hertz and Bridgewater. I I can't believe that Teddy Bridgewater is actually doing so well. He's he's kind of a, a good play. It scares the crap out of me. Uh, either way though, those are the only two quarterbacks on his team. And obviously, we're not going to go against Kyler Murray and either Burrow or Carr. I would probably put in Carr. Burrow's got a tough matchup. Um, at the running back position, it's Nick Chubb and Damian Harris versus Devin Singletary and Naheem Hines. Chubb alone is the reason why advantage there. At the receiver position, it's Chase Claypool and Cooper Cup, or I mean, sorry, and. Uh, uh, T Higgins versus Cooper Cup and DK Metcalf. Uh, obviously, it's, it's Cooper Cup and DK Metcalf at the tight end position. Obviously, it's Hawkinson versus uh, Logan Thomas. Give me Hawkinson. Uh, and then at the flex position, this is where things get a little dicey. Right now, it's Juju Smith Schuster and Devonta Smith versus Jalen Waddle and Rager. Uh, I would not feel good about Waddle just because of the Brissett start. And Rager's a big big play, kind of only play. So I'm going down. He lost probably Antonio Brown for the week. So that hurts. Uh, I'm not really seeing many good options other than that. Oh, okay. So for some reason, this is out of order. He does have Justin Fields that he could play instead of Teddy Bridgewater. But honestly, Justin Fields against... uh, cleveland in his first matchup ever i may would rather just go with the safety of teddy bridgewater to get the points so um we'll leave that as is i'm not really seeing any other player i would be excited to throw in there so i guess he is going to have to roll with uh rager and waddle on the other side juju's a good play if uh doesn't go uh devonta smith good play against dallas so the only question is, is there anyone instead of Juju to go on this team? And as I scroll down real quick, uh, the necessity of Donovan Peoples-Jones and might make him an option. Christian Kirk is an option. I would probably leave as is and just roll with Juju. Uh, either way, though, uh, without any running backs, it gets extremely close here. If he doesn't put Derek Carr in, I honestly think that Drew might lose. If Drew puts him in, I pick Drew to win. If not, I think GA Dogs has an actual shot, which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard myself say, but that'll be entirely based on good play from his quarterbacks, uh, some relative points from his running backs and then basically a massive game from cup and metcalf um i'm gonna take drew to win but i don't feel great about that obviously uh we'll see how it goes next up we have team chris greenwood or c greenwood versus the untouchables uh the big o and four team going for his third straight first uh pick although he did not have his first pick last season he had traded away but he's well on his way this week or this year so we got tom brady and ryan Tannehill versus garoppolo and daniel jones uh other option is jared goff and heineke instead of Tannehill. i don't like that obviously so uh let's say Daniel Jones, obviously. The big question is Garoppolo. I would actually consider Goff just with what he's done so far over Garoppolo. I know Garoppolo is going to have to put up some points against Green Bay, so there is the possibility, but honestly, I would probably go with Goff. I know they're going to need to throw a bunch. Uh, And Daniel Jones has an amazing matchup. If he plays... You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call my shot. I think Brady's going to be a little rough start this week. I think Daniel Jones and whoever he plays is going to be the better play. I know it's crazy. I know I'm wrong. But I just got a feeling that Daniel Jones is going to be like a top three quarterback again this week. And Garoppolo or, uh, or Goff are going to be enough. At the running back position, we got... Uh, Zeke Elliott and Aaron Jones versus Eckler and Carson This is a pretty even kill matchup Just because of the unknown on Elliott's usage Uh, Eckler's going to catch a lot of passes, I think Carson's probably going to use well And Aaron Jones has a tough matchup Man, this is honestly a really tough one I think Eckler and Carson are the better play Uh, Philly's run defense is actually semi-decent And San Francisco's is too So although Aaron Jones will probably catch some passes, he's definitely not going to have a repeat of last week. So give me advantage, Eckler and Carson. At the receiver position, it's uh, Tyreek Hill and Chris Godwin versus Adam Thielen and Robert Woods. Uh, Tyreek and Godwin. Uh, Thielen's a great play. Woods just has too many question marks. And Godwin will have the volume, and Tyreek's just amazing. So advantage there. Uh, Gronk versus Komet. Gronk's the obvious winner here. No need to dive into that. And then at the flex position, we got Kenyon Drake, Kateri McLaren versus, as of now, Sonny Michel and Brandon Cooks. I'm going to scroll down real quick and see if there's any better options here. No, Cordero Patterson, actually, maybe. I can't believe we're saying that. Uh, Braxton Barrios, Zach Pescal. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's weird, but I would maybe play Cordero Patterson over Sony Michelle. Uh, actually, I absolutely would. Uh, either way, though, I don't think the Jacobs going to play, so the Drake plays better, McLaren's better. I, and Cooks has Davis Mills, which is sad against a really good Carolina team. So either way, even if uh, Cordero Patterson plays, Kenyon Drake and McLaren are the play... And as much as I said I'd give some advantages here on the untouchable side, I'm obviously taking Greenwood to win and the untouchables to drop to 0-6. And And then the marquee matchup of the week. That's right, Uh, Tom gets it done Pending change name before this game starts tonight Because it's obviously not working for me Versus my name is Chris uh, Clay's desperate play to try to win a championship By changing his name This is so unfortunate for me this week That I gotta face Clay Um, I gotta roll with Kamara against New England And I don't feel great about it I'm probably going to have to roll with Gibson against Washington, even though he's banged up and I don't feel great about it, because my other options at running back are Jacob. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's go with the quarterbacks. A quarterback tandem that only combined for 20 points, Prescott and Ben Roethlisberger. I hate it. Um, I wish I didn't have to play Ben, especially since he's got a torn pec, it sounds like, non-throwing side. But I'm going to have to because Zach Wilson is playing uh, Denver and he just threw four picks. Either way, Stafford's going to have to throw on Tampa. Cousins is going to have to throw on Seattle. And although Prescott's got a bounce back game, give me Cousins and Stafford. Uh, His other options, uh, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan might be a good play, but I don't see how he trusts them. So he'll go with the safety of the Cousins-Stafford stack. And that's the advantage for me. At the running back position, we have Joe Mixon and David Montgomery versus Kamara and Gibson. This is what I was getting at. Uh, Jacobs probably isn't going to play, so I don't have him as an option. Uh, CEH has been god-awful, and until they show me they're going to use him, I can't trust him uh, against the Chargers. So I'm stuck with Gibson and Kamara. Uh, The saving grace for me is Montgomery is playing Cleveland, a decent defense. And Justin Fields, although running quarterbacks help, I think he's going to struggle a lot, one. And two, I think he's going to have to use his legs, which will take it away from Montgomery. And then Mixon has a bad matchup against Pitt with a hobbled Big Ben. Uh, I think it's going to be a super low-scoring game. So... I I Don't like either of these running back situations this week uh, Give me Montgomery and Mixon advantage, but I'm not feeling great about it. Kamara is probably gonna get taken out of the game by New England and blah uh, So outside of that we're uh, both very wide receiver heavy teams um, slight preview my receiver amari cooper on monday night i can't trust that he's going to play so he's automatically getting benched uh i alluded to it earlier in the keeper league i'm not thrilled about debo so right now he is currently on my bench uh deontay johnson probably will play but he's injured so he is currently on my bench uh michael pittman is on my bench. He lost Carson Wentz. Uh, There's a lot of things here, but on the other side, I mean, Hollywood Brown's got a great matchup. He's on the bench. Uh, DJ Chark, Ayuk, can't trust them right now. Allen Robinson with the new quarterback, can't trust him, so they're all on the bench. Uh, The amount of talent that we don't have in our lineups right now is absurd. With that being said, he has the better complement of receivers still in his lineup that are healthy with good situations. So I'm going to tackle the receivers along with the flex all at once and tell you what I currently have in and why. So on the oppos- on the opposing side, oh, let's get tight end out of the way first since that's an obvious one. Darren Waller is better than Tyler Higbee. Done. So the receivers are AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson, Keenan Allen, and Lockett. Lockett's fantastic. Allen's got a great matchup and is good. Jefferson's got a great matchup and will have to put up points. A.J. Brown's the only real question mark. He's been a little hobbled. He dropped like 17 passes last week. And if Wentz isn't playing, how much does Tennessee really need to do outside of run the ball? So he might not be the greatest play there. Uh, but his other options are like Henderson against Tampa Bay. Uh, he might roll with Sanders, but i mean sanders usage is questionable too uh i could maybe see sanders getting in in a flex position but i would probably end up going with aj brown uh myself anyways but <laughs> if you look at my side of the uh the field it is a real question mark of what is going on so uh the obvious start i have is Devonte adams after that Uh, Right now, slated, I have a lot of things based on, one, uh, injuries that I went over, but two, some really good matchups, too. Uh, So I have currently Sterling Shepard, Cortland Sutton, and Marvin Jones in. Uh, Sutton's going to probably remain in no matter what. Uh, He just flopped it out on the table last week, and he's got a good matchup, and he is the only game in town for... Uh, Teddy Two Gloves so I think he's assuredly gonna sit in my lineup. Uh, Shepard's got Atlanta and he has been phenomenal as a top 10 court, uh, receiver. I don't want to bench him. I mean it's just too good. So he's probably in there. The problem is Marvin Jones. Now as I said before I have sitting on my bench a couple injured guys but we find out I'm not gonna play Cooper either way spoiler alert on that because it's Monday night I just can't take that risk but I mean I got the number three receiver in Debo against Green Bay he's probably gonna be needed but man the Jiree Alexander why not go for the the more assumed guaranteed volume of Marvin Jones having to come back from like a 30 point deficit against Arizona who is not a scary defense on top of that and then Deontay Johnson's a great play too but his question mark i really want to play marvin jones this would be the way week to do it but i'll probably end up crapping out and just going debo samuel for the upside uh and then jones will end up outscoring him either way though uh this is truly star power versus uh some star power but mainly matchups um give me advantage lockett Allen, jefferson and brown but I can see a scenario where I outscore him with lesser players just because of the matchups they're in. Either way, it's not enough. Uh, Cousins and Stafford being better, Montgomery and mixon being a better play, and Waller being a better play. I just either way, I take uh, I take Clay for the win. I think we both get an Aniston point this week, which helps soften the blow a little bit, keeps me at 500 but I usually don't have many opportunities to call my loss, and this time I do, so hopefully that jinxes Clay. Who knows? Anyways, that's gonna do it for this episode. A little rushed, I know, but I got a lot of things to do around here, and not a lot of time to do it, so uh, thanks for listening, and good luck to everyone on their week three, uh, matchups except for clay and gill and as always remember goonies never say die